World War II, an elite U.S. commando team was placed in cryogenic suspension as an emergency contingency plan. The horrific release of Vanguard and an unsuspecting population prompted their revival. These four MMO experts, modified by super science, have dedicated themselves to providing insightful, humorous commentary in the hopes of preventing future catastrophes of the Vanguard magnitude. If you're playing or making a crappy MMO, and if you can find them on iTunes, you can listen to the M Team. Listen to this channel. So put on your dancing shoes, grab your margarita, <laughs> grab your partner dosy dough. Where she stops, no one knows. <laughs> yes, we always like start out our episodes with a good square dance. Ah, uh, yes. And uh, Jason and Noah are square dancing very excellently tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were dancing shoes. I'm working on that uh, invitation to the next uh, iteration of Dancing of the Stars. Dancing square the dance stars. edition? Yeah, so now square that, dance edition. Now that, you're a, now that you're a professional podcaster, you should have yeah, the, should, all should the criteria have... you need as a <laughs> D-list celebrity. Yes. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, Why, well, I was once in a... I was once in a Seinfeld episode, and then Jason walks in and he goes, yeah, I do a podcast. Oh, I'll take the podcaster. That's way more <laughs> And not cursed either, so. It's true. Tonight, your hosts are Mark, me. Jason. They really care about me. <laughs> it's all about you, Mark. No, we me, talked me, about me, that earlier. Me, You're the, me, me, me. The hanger on. Me, me, Oh, I'm the malingerer. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a, is that it's, a a, it's a malevolent lingerer. <laughs> a malingerer. <laughs> I like my menaces. <laughs> <laughs> when in doubt about whether you're using a real word, make up a definition to go along with it. In this, in this age with Bush as the president, I can use any combination of words I want and be true. <laughs> as long as it has three syllables or more. Yeah. Then yeah. it'll sound more official. As long as it's soliquish. Soliloquious. Delicious and soliloquy mixed together. Exactly. I'm on a roll. My ghetto dictionary is growing as we speak. You can't even pronounce the words. How much of your Jack and Coke have you had? I had two sips. As Jason said earlier. Or wait, who was it that said they had to be drunk to do this show? It was you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I have to be drunk every night just to get through, man. Let me tell you. (laughs) So tonight we will have our regular dose of what we've been playing. And we have lots of stuff to talk about in in our little twig conference. It's not a little twig. It's a big sequoia. A giant redwood, if you will. Sequoicious. It's sequoilicious. We're off to a great start. If people can take blog and turn it into blogosphere, then I'm fine with my. They can take weblog and turn it into blog. Weblog, blog, blog, blog. Yeah, I suppose so. Okay, listeners, you can tell you're in for a great ride. 
Oh yes. In our if you haven't already our, turned off your iPod, our Silver Jubilee Plus Five edition <laughs> channel. <laughs> plus five. Oh, we crack ourselves up. Let's get rolling. Oh, I don't know. We could drag this on further. Oh, yeah. Please don't. Uh, okay. Be merciful. The audio is all mine. <laughs> Are you like Ursula? From the Little Mermaids? Maybe. <laughs> Keep singing! <laughs> Keep singing! He's turning red. <laughs> oh, my brain just exploded. <laughs> Uh, so what are we doing? Are we talking about what we've played? Actually, I thought we were talking about listener emails since we've got so few of it this week. Uh-oh. Jason is very disappointed in listeners. Our listeners have been readers. very naughty. Last week we had a ton of stuff, and, and this week we've had one they singular sensation. They led us on. Shall we discuss it? Yes. Anyway, Derek wrote us and he asked us, uh, perhaps a forum is in order. Or are you satisfied with dealing with just email? And I guess our response to that was, I, I think we discussed this early on when we started this whole thing. And our grim taskmaster doesn't <laughs> yeah. like forums. He was like, piss on forums, I piss on them. He really, really If I have to like, read one more misspelled word. He doesn't like French people or forums at all. I like French people. <laughs> oh, I thought you didn't like them. No, I love French people. He doesn't like the way they smell. I love French people. Oh, oh I got that backwards. Yeah. It's um, <laughs> the smell. It's the smell of the French people. When I was at E3 last wrong. summer, I went into Ubisoft's. <laughs> I always Ubi- have to pause. Ubisoft. I'm like, how are they going to... It's Ubisoft. No, it's Ubisoft. I went into Ubisoft's booth, and the French people there were very cool. It was very fun to... I have no problem with so. French people. I thought you did. That's why I never brought it up before. I didn't want to get you too angry. You know how you are. Just like this. Just yeah, like that. snaps. He snaps. Anywho, the reason uh, I think why we don't have a forum is because... Noah doesn't like forums. Noah doesn't like forums. Honestly, we you know we don't really need a forum. We're, <laughs> we're just a podcast. We, we, re- we wish to remain that way. We have other ways to communicate with you guys. You know, and the forum <laughs> is just... You have to moderate it, and, you know, it can just turn into a big old freaking mess after a while. So, yeah, it's just a, too much of a hassle. And that's why we don't have a forum. Maybe sometime in the future, if we become, you know, massive, <laughs> you know, and get a lot more... Uh, the movement that went along with that yeah, was the, the movement, you know, we, we will have the movement, which will come, you know, and, and we will rain hellfire and, and brimstone upon the earth, you know, and, and we want more people to, to follow our follow our madness, then, then we might, you know, put some forums in, but... You know, or when we then. get too many emails for an episode that we just can't address them all? Yeah. Like, you know, boy, I tell you. It'll happen. The, the rate we're going, we will we will be putting in forums in the year how 2025. Will we, how will we punish our listeners slash readers for not sending us enough email this time? Mm. Well, we did already do a Little Mermaid skit. And, uh, that was pretty cruel. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, yeah, that that's torture yeah. enough. And then uh, didn't you say to take a look at a game? He did recommend so, a Yeah, game. he mentioned uh, Force of Arms. Which is a Eve. looks like something out of uh, like an Eve slash McWarrior slash McWarrior cool. MMO. Have to take a look at it. And yeah, we'll have to take this, a look at it. See if any, any headway made, I guess. Yeah. 
It could be cool. Thank you very much for writing us, Derek. If anybody else would like to be on the show, please, please. If even vicariously, there are two options. Well, one that we know that works and one that we're not <laughs> sure of. <laughs> the one that we know will definitely will get your messages if you email us at mail at channelmassive.com. M-A-I-L. Or you may also Play throw luck life. to the wind and try <laughs> leaving us a voicemail at channel.massive.skype via Skype. We're, we're experiencing technical... We're still new to this whole telephony yeah. technology thing. Uh, telephony? Telephony. If yeah. you have a recommendation... It's a like word. Telephony? That is a real word. Yeah. <laughs> if you have a, a better recommendation for an internet voicemail service, if we can't figure this Skype thing out, please email us. We would love to hear. Mail at channelmassive.com. A-I-L. And now, on to what we've been playing. What have you been playing, Mark? Oh my god! <laughs> I've been funny. I never yeah. expected that one either. Man. It really is all about Turn you. Turn that on yourself. It's the Mark Show. I need a theme song. Catchy theme song there. Um, let's see. What have I been playing? All oh, wow! All oh, wow indeed. No console action. The Xbox 360 is resting at this time on its shelf from lack of attention. Dust gathering it's on it, pining away for a time when it was once. That's not necessarily. Well, no, it's waiting for Jason to come over. Yeah, and play it's rock like, band. Come <laughs> back true. to me, Jason, and play, play rock band. Sing to me your siren song of joy. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how it is playing rock band with Jason. It is with He's... the beat, of course, played on the drums. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely with the beat. <laughs> Um, so what have you accomplished in a while? Any milestones let's or see, well, I was level 42 notes? when last we spoke, and now I'm 47. Wow. So in a week I've done five levels, and I did the Zulfrak instance a couple nights ago. Which That's was, always fun. I haven't done that. Uh, never had done it as a warlock. And I wasn't going to do it, but I was I was out killing some mobs for a quest, and this pally kept ganking me, and I got mad. And so I, on the general chat channel, I said, does anyone want to help me kill this pally? And... Everybody under the sun showed up. Everybody. It's like all I had to say was, we need to kill a pally, and that was all it took. Everybody showed up. Well, I mean, seriously. I mean, I know. Who doesn't want to kill a pally? Yeah. So so everybody showed up. Of course, the pally was like, holy crap, I'm out of here, and was was gone. So we didn't even get to kill him once. Well, you did broadcast that you were going to kill him. Well, he couldn't tell. They don't know that. But but yeah, it was great. He was out of there. He he was gone. So we we decided to form a pug and do Zulf Rock. But three of the guys were in a guild, and and, uh, it was really funny because we went in and and uh, the first thing that happened was the pally that we had in the in the pickup group. He didn't ask anything. He didn't say, "Are you ready?" or anything. He just ran right at all these mobs, like four or five. I'm like paladin. Yeah, and so I, I said to the guy that had invited me into the group, I said, "I thought you were. I thought you're you're playing horde." Yeah. Well, we have blood elf. Oh yeah, that's right. So yeah. So that's I said right. to I said to the guy that invited me, I'm like, "Oh, this guy's gonna kill us. It's gonna be horrible." He goes, "No, no, no. He's really, really good. Honest and." Sure enough, that guy held aggro. He never lost aggro the whole time. The well, only time it, we wiped like was actually my fault because I feared. Was he protection? <laughs> oh, well, imagine or... that. Yeah, he was a. Yeah, he was awesome. He was a protection spec, I guess. I don't know what he was doing. But he wasn't prepared for your relentless fearing of things. No, and I hadn't feared anything the whole night. And um, then we had a bunch of mobs that like came over, and I you thought, can't well, control yourself. I should probably use fear this time. And of all the bad luck, the damn troll 
took off and ran right into a group of a bunch of more mobs who came back. And I thought, well, the first fear, it couldn't go as bad this time if I do it again. So oh, I did no. the AOE version that warlocks have. And they all went off and found more trolls and came back. And uh, so we wiped <laughs> that time, and it was my fault. But, uh, did anybody say anything to you? Yeah, the, the guy that invited me said, don't ever use fear again. And he, he's like, the whole time I'd been chatting with him, and he has like a level 70 warlock main, so he was giving me advice. He's like, never, ever, ever use fear if you're not in PvP. And I was like, yes, master, I am sorry. You did not mean to let us down. Uh, but yeah, it was a really fun time, though. I hadn't done Zulfrock in uh, over a year, so Excellent. it was really cool. And I got to AOE the crowd as they came up the stairs. Yeah, that's always that. a fun. That was really that's fun. a fun part of that instance. Yeah, there's this like temple, and you go up the stairs, and you, I think you ring a bell or something, and then all these mobs just come running up the stairs after you. Oh, cool! Yeah, it's like, like wave after tons, wave, way after more, wave, way more than you wow. think you could possibly survive, and you, you know, you have to just take them out. And it was really fun to just AOE the hell out of them with hellfire. So that was cool. That was that's pretty much what nice. I did all well. Nice, Jason. Uh, let's see. But first, tell us about your man crush for Paul Burnett. <laughs> what? <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> well, before we started we rolling the segment, warm. Jason said, whatever you do, don't mention my man crush for Paul Burnett. No, I never said that. <laughs> you didn't put it that way, but said, it sounds well, okay, That's how I remember you know, it. You, okay, if you want to get into this, let, then let's get into this. We're going to have a brief, inter- oh, have snap. A brief interruption in the in the programming here. <laughs> anyway, so earlier in the week, Noah, Noah, Mark, and and I, we got we got into this discussion about the Warhammer videos that have been released again. Uh, we actually, I think, we discussed this last episode. Or was it the episode before? Where we, we talked about a previous Warhammer yeah. video that was the video of the month, which was in. Anyway, so we talked, you know, we were talking and, and the, the topic of conversation came on uh, Paul Barnett, who, you know, who's the uh, creative director of Mythic. Um, you know, he's like the, he's like their project leader yep. for Warhammer. Very British or Australian or something? Yeah, well, no, he's British. And, and Noah, Noah was like, oh, is this that video with the British twit? Yeah, that's right. And, you know, I was like, dang, you know, that's kind of harsh. <laughs> Mark's trying to, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Get him, get him, Jake. You know, get I thought him. that was kind of harsh. So anyway, I just, all I did was is I just, you know, I basically kind of told Noah that, you know, you Paul Burnett is really just a, he's a marketer at yeah. heart. You know, I think that's to- totally true. Yeah. You know, if you see, and if I agreed you, with if that. You see the guy talk and he goes off and, you know, he's like, oh, you got orcs, you know, killing people and blood spattering everywhere. It's like really awesome. And then he adds a dose of, and if you want to make any money and if you want to have, be wealthy beyond your wildest dreams, you need to make the game like such and such. Exactly. And so, you know, but then, so yeah, so then like Noah like threw back, okay, well, you know, you can, you can have your... Your little man crush on on Paul Barnett and everything, and Mark, you know, Mark of course chimes in with. Well, oh, yeah, I couldn't resist. K I S S I N G, you know, and all this stuff, and I'm just like, well, you know, yes, whatever, yeah, whatever. But then, I don't know. Later in the week, I didn't say anything more about. Later it. in the week, we got this. I, I, we got this email reply back from Michael Zanke of uh, of he's of course does the blog post on uh, MMO. Uh, yeah. Gnation.com. Slash dot. Um, he's the game editor for slash dot dot com. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he also does uh, commentary for um, was it massively joystick.com as well. And he also he started a new podcast on the Virgin World Podcast Collective called Face the Nation. Nation. Men, they are the Borg. 
are. Yeah, and, and he <laughs> actually had a really good, really good podcast. Uh, I think it was the last one you did, which was number three, which had to do with sci-fi versus fantasy MMOs. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you know, a really good podcast. Well, Mark sent him off this email. You know, basically saying, you know, good job. I think we really didn't get to see that part of the email, but we got we saw the response back. You know, from Michael Tinky that said, you know, thanks for your, you know, thank you for your, you know, compliments and everything. You know, blah 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 blah. Your blah. uninhibited adoration. Yeah. Well, it, here, here's here's what I found though. I actually found the actual email that Mark sent over. This was faxed over to me from the internal spies that we have over here at Channel Massive, and, and I'd like to read this to everybody. Oh, please, and can you give it give it a proper voice and tone. Anyway, again, this is uh, from Mark Miller to Michael Zinke. Uh, I, I called on our internal affairs uh, internal spies affairs. To, to look into the email and see exactly what Mark sent to him. And, well, the results really weren't where, what I was really expecting, but, well, here we go. My dearest Michael, as I pen this letter to you, you're preparing to go to GDC 2008. The thought of you flying to San Francisco to bring us the latest MMO news gives me the strength and lifts my spirits to carry on and play more World of Warcraft than ever. How my body sweats and trembles with desire when my thoughts turn to your latest episode of Face the Nation, which is sweeter than the honey dripping from the goddess Aphrodite herself. I cherish the heated talk of science fiction versus fantasy MMOs, your witty take on kobolds, and those lovely eyes of yours that I could willingly drown in. As I look around me in the light of my computer monitor, I long to swim in the warm, gentle sea of your love of gaming, to be surrounded by it, to be enveloped in it, to draw strength from it. I long to one day join you in a podcast so we can have a ravenous debate on real money trading. My heart is so at peace when I read your blogs. You make me feel that I could conquer any 40-player raid instance, Michael. We have a lifetime of gaming knowledge to share, my darling. Just you wait and see. In the darkness of crappy MMOs, you're my torch filling me with desire and offering a beacon of hope for me to follow. I will follow your light to the end. I remain a humble slave to your virtual charms, forever and always, Mark. O-O-O-X-X-X-O-O-O. Mark, this is just sick and wrong. I don't, dude. I'm sorry, but you know, I'm sorry I had to do this. But just show, show my wife. <laughs> I try to keep it away from her. Think of the children. And, and now, now, now we can return back to our regular, regularly scheduled program. Uh, we were going to ask you what you were playing. <laughs> I think I would like to deny that that was the actual message sent. You're such a poetic writer, Mark. I'm really I, impressed. Oh, you can I, even see the font, though, that he wrote this in. Is it one of those curly Q fonts? <laughs> it's Comic Sans. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so sweet. <laughs> well, I, I don't... There's the O's hugs or the... 
X's. I think the O's are hugs and the X's are kisses. Oh. You know, I'm not. So you hug it out, then you give a little French and then more hugs. <laughs> That's not actually quite what I wrote. <laughs> but the sentiment's there, I suppose. All right, well, now it makes sense it why you podcast. You responded well, I see the response was kind of kind of pretty bland. I, I wonder distance. how you felt after. A little yeah. distant. A <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. little distant, a little yeah. cold. All he said was, thanks for the compliments, you know. Yeah. Unrequited love. Yeah, that, there is no worse love. Tragic. At least he writes back. I always send my gushy love letters to Brent, and he never writes back. <laughs> but, you know, what are you going to do? So anyway, tell us about your, your week in gaming. Uh, oh, we're out of time. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Noah, what have you been playing? We're really not going to lose. Oh. Why would we? He took, he took too much time. <laughs> well, it was a lot better the than whatever I was going to say. The punishment begins now. <laughs> Wait till you hear what I do when he tries to sing. <laughs> I'll use that pitch corrector, corrector thing that Cher has or something. I don't know. <laughs> nah, what, what, what were you he... singing earlier? You were singing... Train kept you rolling. Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> this is a chair. No, I think, I think we train need to get rolling. this podcast back on track. All, All right. Uh, yes. All right. So what have you been playing, Jason? Uh, I've been playing EverQuest 2 uh, pretty much exclusively because I haven't, I haven't really touched the console much lately. Uh, well, I, I did play some Rock Band when I was here the other night. Oh, cool. And then I... I played some more Super Mario Galaxy, not a lot. Um, basically, it was just EverQuest 2. Been leveling up. Uh, I, I've actually not been crafting. I've been... You've been adventuring? I've been adventuring. I've got adventure oh, experience now, so I'm, I'm up to level 25 with my Shadow Knight. So he's becoming pretty powerful. I can see him growing. Growing and growing. Cool. And you've seen the juxtaposition, the variance in the environmental art design. Yeah, you know it's kind. Of, it's really cool. I, I've I do a lot of exploring. I, I did a lot of it because I I was basically grinding for raw materials to to make my armor. Yeah, and uh, so I, I went to different zones that had that particular type of ore that mm-hmm. I needed, and so I went all over the place. I went to like three different zones and just kind of explored all over each each of them. And it's really weird. It, to me, it's like it's like one zone is like artistically not done as well as like others yeah. <laughs> and, and that, that is just really just a weird thing about that game it's like a disconnect me. yeah there is there's some kind of weird disconnect there anyway that that was it for me how about you Noah well most important to this podcast I finally got my succubus yes sweet congratulations <laughs> you know we had a friend who was married to one <laughs> but he's not anymore that's true yeah it was really Really cool. I got to go to the Barons for the first time and see that part of the game. And you got to participate in Barons chat. Uh, yeah, you know, for all that build up, there was hardly any talking going on. You had a lot of good Chuck Norris jokes, though. <laughs> there was nothing going on. We didn't say anything. There was no chat going on. And no, no Chuck was, Norris chat. Quiet. No, there was, was nothing. Yeah, being Chuck said. Norris versus Rambo chat. Nothing. It nothing. It was the weirdest thing. Oh my god. Nothing. What, and we were out there the for a while because, as a noob, I did not know that I needed to activate flight paths. So every single point along the way, we had to walk. Oh, no. So it was a very long journey, but it made the second. Well, you had to salt. journey to the wetlands, though, didn't you? Mm. There are no flight paths that goes to the wetlands. For the no, we had to go to some camp. We were delivering a locket and then some we'd go antidote. To camp Toronto and um, we, we had to go to some craggy mountain camp and then we had to go to the to the uh, 
Oh, Stone Talon. Stone Talon Mountains. Yeah, we had to go there. We had yeah. to talk to the troll there. We had to do some stuff. Huh. You're all over the place. Yeah, we, I got to see a lot. It was, it was nice. I was so excited about having a succubus, I wanted to engage in some non-scheduled wild time, but then I discovered after that eventful evening that my Windows Vista has decided to crash in all sorts of ways. Sound doesn't work anymore. XP. Internet stutters. XP. It's a big pile of crap. This stuff is a steaming pile of something or other. But outside of the PC game world, I actually got a couple new console games that I'm really excited. I got Professor Layton and the Curious Village, which is this awesome... It, it looks kind of like a French cartoon. It's got these great sequences and these very highly varied character designs. And every single character in this village will talk to you and will help give you clues to solve this overarching mystery, but only after you solve a brain teaser. Oh, wow. And it's not like mist love type of brain teasers. It's math things and logic things or like you'll see matchsticks arranged in a certain design and you have to move one or move two to create the solution to an answer like here's a dog walking across the street move two matchsticks to show what the dog looked like after it was hit by a car or (laughs) (laughs) and that's the one I always remember which is it sounds very gruesome most of the game is that is kind of twisted but that's funny where there's like some kid is throwing a baseball through your window Kid A says, I didn't do it. Kid B says, I did it. Kid C says, A and B are lying. Kid D says, C's lying. Which one's telling the truth or which one's lying? It's, it's, and it's incredibly addictive and compulsive. Huh. Very fun. And I also got my Word Coach, which is a vocabulary building game on the Wii. Wow, you're going to have more of a vocabulary? Yes. So, and actually, so I was, we won't be having any malpropisms yes. on the show? And I was hoping that I'd have a vocab word from that game for tonight, but... Well, I don't have one, but... You did try to use the word juxtapose in a sentence and failed. <laughs> I stopped myself I before know. I finished the sentence. <laughs> abort, abort. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's the wrong use of the word there. Yes, I did make that mistake, but I did, I got a new word. I'm always here to point those From things. a coworker who's a copywriter that I'd never heard of before. And I'm like, this would be a perfect word to introduce to our listeners. And what is the word? well i was it sounds a lot worse than it is and i'm not sure maybe you guys know what it is it looks a lot cooler in type but the word is you ready cock swing you know what a cock swing is cock swing (laughs) that's not what happens when i walk around or (laughs) sometimes you just need a little something to Take a load off. Oh, no. That's uh, why I knew it would be a great word. It's spelled C-O-X-S-W-A-I-N. Mm, so okay. my coworker said, I'm going to be the cock swing of this meeting. <laughs> Which, mm-hmm. saying that out loud, it's, it sounds a lot worse than uh, when I was reading it. But it's it's a term applied to, like, crew or rowing, where it's the person that's at the front of the boat and actually steers the boat. Ah, oh, the okay. helmsman for lack The cock of a- swing. Better term. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Sounds like is not. But not is. a cock swing. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like something that little birds, chickens sit on. <laughs> that could be painful. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly like that. <laughs> well, I guess I'll be the cock gurney for the rest of the uh, podcast then. <laughs> we should get into the news. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jason, is it time for us to roll our self-congratulatory episode 30 celebration recordings that we made for ourselves in different voices? Or, <laughs> or what? <laughs> or is it time for 
It's time for the weekend gaming. <laughs> what happened in what happened gaming? in the week of gaming? Well, let's Mark. You go ahead and intro this one. Uh, Champions Online was actually announced, and it is uh, something in conjunction between Cryptic and Hero Games, as we just like we had talked about last week. Yeah. Um, it sounds like they will loosely interpret the hero combat system, but they. But I was very wrong when I said. Champions Universe has no IP worth anything because they apparently, bought their IP. That's what they did. They bought their IP. Yeah, it's like they didn't just license it. License it. They bought it and then licensed it back to them. It's yeah, like, like after we recorded that mm-hmm. night, I was like, you know, I did have a whole bunch of supplements, and they did have like all these different hero groups and villain groups, and mm-hmm. and a prison, and like for super villains and all this stuff. So apparently, over the years, that IP has just grown and grown and grown and grown, and that's what they wanted. They wanted their own universe. So uh, sounds sounds pretty promising. Um, some people think it's not a good idea. I think. Hey, I, I think, I think some of the hesitation comes from the fact that, you know, there's already City of Heroes and DC's villains out there. Something. DC's got something coming down the pipe as well. So, you know, they're wondering, you know, is the market going to be saturated for a You know, I'm starting to think MMO. the saturation word is as bad as the polish word lately. It's like everybody claims everything's saturated. Right. Is it really? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I understand. I understand that point. It's just, uh, you know, if you're going to trust somebody with a superhero MMO, why, why not? These yeah. Guys? Yeah. Well, it sounds like the game will feature some pretty good stuff. I mean, of course, everybody always plans to have revolutionary features that'll change the way we play MMOs today. But they did say it would have extremely Twitch-based combat. Yeah. Um. And you get to make your own nemesis. You have to do it right from the get-go. That sounds so cool. Which is awesome because it adds a true personal slant to your quest that you know that you're ultimately going to be going up against something that you created yourself. Yeah. What I wish is, I I wish that you could actually switch back and forth between playing your nemesis and the hero and AI would take over on the other side. Oh, that'd be really cool. But of course, they're breaking out the villains play into a separate expansion pack like they did with City of Villains. Right, right. The other thing that I'm really excited about is that it's not based in a fictional city, so to speak. It's based in Earth in the real world, the rebuilt. Yeah. If they're going with the actual mythology from Champions, it'll be in Millennium City. Right. The rebuilt Detroit. Oh, yeah. I love... Uh, of all the places why to Detroit? destroy... <laughs> because of the freaking Red Wings. That's why. <laughs> because of the stupid Red Wings. Yeah. It had to happen. Yeah. But I'm hoping that, you know, we actually get to go to other... I don't know, you go to London or you go to South America or Africa, that would just be really cool. A nice, yeah, I'd, refreshing I'd, take after doing so many interpretations and reinterpretations of... We never want to go back to King's Row. No. No. Or Atlas Park or Galaxy City or... Or Perez Park. Perez Park or whatever. Uh, I do like how some of the screenshots look. They they mentioned how it was going to have sort of a cel-shaded Yeah, look. I'm yeah. kind of excited about that. And it's that really look. not... You know, it's when you think of cell shading, you think of like, you know, what was that one crappy game? Thir- was it 13? 13, yeah. That, very know. flat colors. Yeah, very flat colors. This looks really know, good. Or, it's I mean, like well, a really lush comic book. But what yeah. it really, you know, it, it, the cell the shading looks very subtle. Yeah. And, you know, it really looks like out of a comic book. I'm looking at this one screenshot here where, I don't know, this guy's got these weird tentacle things kind of coming out of him and stuff. And that looks really cool. Kind of exciting. It looks something straight out of a comic book. If it's fast paced, that'd be great. And I don't care. I don't care that there's three superhero games or two or one. I just 
like I like MMOs. I've been waiting forever for one that's a little twitchier, a little more more like a console. You know? Well, and it's cool that you can have any power that you want. It just has a different cost. Yeah, depending on your skill set. Yeah, that's awesome. Sounds pretty pretty appealing to me. The other thing I thought was really intriguing to think about was just the politics of it all, because surely the people that were at Cryptic before. NCSoft bought City of Heroes, knew that this was coming on the pipeline, knew that Marvel was in danger of being canceled. And I just wonder how that all worked out if yeah, oh, they the knew. people they went knew to... that Microsoft was probably going to throw them under the bus. And But they didn't want to stick around. It's I wonder if, if Cryptic still owns City of Heroes, would they have canned City of Heroes in order to release Champions? And spinning it off was the only way for it to survive, and the people were so attached to it they wanted to go with that. Why didn't they stick around to work on Champions or Marvel? And then the idea of they purchase the rights and then they license them back so the books can keep being purchased. It yeah. seems like a backup plan for funding. In case the game tanks, they can still have at least a small source it's of funding. That's actually a pretty smart people, plan if you think about it. But. Yeah. If people are still making books and buying books on the side, it's a really great diversification for mm-hmm. the funding. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting way to go about it, I guess. But if you look at the Cryptics, if you look at Cryptics' website, you see like they're trying to hire an entire company. Well, speaking about that, though, I, I read this blurb on Massively um, earlier today where they were talking, yeah, we're working on Champions Online, but we're also working on a science fiction game as well, hmm. which mm-hmm. led to further speculation that this studio that was supposed to take over the production of Star Trek Online mm. might very well be Cryptic. Well, that'd be so that's a little rumor, little little rumor that's flying around right now. That's that's still, you know, going strong. I guess so. They they may be actually taking over Star Trek Online. They may have not actually just been trying to pilfer employees from Perpetual. They've been may have been trying to actually get the, the license to do yeah. Star Trek Online. And they they say they might reveal more at you know GDC later in the week. Right. We shall see. Oh, it'll be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Good stuff all around, and it's apparently coming out really soon, which I'll believe that when I see it. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as next year, it just seems like a long shot. They've got a lot of stuff put together, though, so far, so who knows? NCSoft uh, kind of got into this crazy battle with the Korean Times, the English edition. Um, Korean Times, the English edition, came out with this article basically, you know, just basically saying doom and gloom for NCSoft and Tabla Rasa, you know, specifically the Austin Studios that pr- produced Tabla Rasa. They must be destroyed. <laughs> they must be destroyed. Um, anyway, they... they s- in, in the article, the article cites that, you know, they restarted the the project, you know, more than twice. And, true. And it caused the, you know, it caused the project to cost more money. Um, I, I guess if you look at it in American dollars, they're saying, they were saying it cost something like $100 million. And the CFO essentially said, well, you know, I was looking at... You know, this was going to, you know, I was telling our investors that this was going to bring in like $50 million, and the actual revenue that was brought in was something like 
million dollars when it was all said and done with. It's a disappointment, but which is a definite, <laughs> a definite discrepancy in in his projection and what actually happened. Yeah. Compared to movies, though, I mean, there's been so many. Movies oh, there's been. Yeah, you're right. Three hundred million, and it makes ten. You know, so. Anyway, it just you know, it just you know, it's just, it was just predicting a ton of doom and gloom, and of course, you know, all the spin doctors at NCSoft came right out immediately and totally said, "No, no, no, this isn't. You know, this isn't what Not happened. Fear. <laughs> you know, the you know, we got all this other stuff going on." You know, Tabla Rasa, we're going to put it into Japan. The Japanese market is going to, you know, give us more money, you know, and everything's going to be fine. Um, you know, the thing is, is that they, they make it, say, you know, they, they kind of make it seem like that they never really revamped the project at all, which is yeah, a total which we falsehood. know they floundered. Which everybody knows that, yeah. that it came out initially, and it was going to be this crazy sci-fi fantasy hybrid. It's like psionics and... Yeah, you know, all sorts crazy. of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And the game didn't even look... I mean, there were some elements of it that looked similar. Right. But... The, the base game. Anime. They kept the... Yeah. Like, I think they, yes, Noah. <laughs> your, your favorite thing. They kept yes. the, like, lead character, lady icon look, kind of, I think, was about the only thing between now and... What the aliens look like. Yeah. I mean, that's about all they managed to... But everything else has turned into, like, this Starship Troopers-esque. Yeah. Which is fine. I you mean... Know, thing which is great. It's a solid game, you know? I mean, it's not perfect, but it's not... What what do they estimate the users are? About eighty some thousand, ninety six. God, 000 I don't even know. I, I haven't pulled up that that projection. It's not, you know, that's not that's a. I, I think mean, you consider there, you consider the use. I mean, it barely makes one percent of right. And see, soft's other games. Well, yeah, there's like do. other, and it's part of that other. Yeah, yeah, they ha- I saw that pie chart, and it's like, and and City of Heroes is like eight percent, and. Then um, Guild Wars is like 17%, and then the rest is split between Lineage and Lineage 2, which are where they're real... Right, and, and other is like Dungeon Runners. Yeah, X-Steel. X-Steel. Mm-hmm. Tabula Rasa. Rasa. Tabula Rasa lumped in with Dungeon Runners and X-Steel. Yeah, so don't... You know, my, my thing is, you know, don't don't piss down my back and tell me that it's raining. <laughs> I try not to. Seriously, you know, <laughs> it's like... <laughs> don't blow... You know, seriously, don't blow smoke up my ass, because... Yeah. Admit it. I mean, your game is, like, floundering, and it's your own goddamn fault, because, one, it took too long to produce. It cost too much. It cost too much. And players finally played, you the know... Beta, yeah, the beta? Yeah, the beta was an absolute joke, and, and even Garriott, Garriott admitted as yeah. much so. Um, and, and you cost yourself a ton of money. Yep. It's, you know, so quit, you know, quit crying about it. It's not the dark times that the Korean Times reported. But yeah, it's, it's probably not, not the dark times either. that the Korean Times, you know, yeah. reported. But you know, it's not all a bed oh, of roses yeah. either. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, you got any thoughts about this, Noah? He's smoldering <laughs> with rage. <laughs> I can tell. He's kind of just sitting there going, you know, and the, the smoke's coming out of his ears. Well, this hey, isn't the first time game. that we've had questionable news coming out from overseas about things, and it's no big secret that Tabula Raza's kind of been underwhelming on the market, and this is just going to play out over time, and we have Spin Doctors over here, and Spin Doctors over there, and the gamers will decide. Well, it's funny, I think it's funny because, you know, they come out and they feel like they were totally misquoted, you know, in in the Korean Times article, but 
The funny thing is, is that they, the Korean Times article just kind of, he quoted, he quoted the CFO, you know, and basically said, you know, and CFO said, yeah, these are disappointing results, you know, this is not right. acceptable. And He took it and ran with it a little, but yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, so I, I don't know, I just think it's funny that they totally want to discount this article, you know, saying, oh, we've had problems with yeah. this reporter in the past, and blah, 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 right. blah. Whatever. Now we bring you a tale of two videos. <laughs> a tale of two MMOs on the horizon, riding their horses towards us. Or or war mammoths or war rhinos or whatever. Yeah. That video was freaking cool, man. Yeah, so recently we've had... There was a great video over on GameSpot, an interview with... What's his name? Paul Barnett. Yes. Yeah, I couldn't remember exactly what his name was. A British twit. <laughs> yeah, the guy you, you called a British twit, and who I, who I, I apparently have it. have a major man crush on. Although I deny, uh, although I deny all these reports. I love you, Paul. <laughs> Please let me in the beta, Paul. <laughs> Please let me in beta. I'm not affiliated with any kind of news or podcast. Or <laughs> so yeah, Paul brought us some new snippets of video that were. A little bit more appealing than the video of the month that was unveiled a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it was released in that newsletter. Yeah. And then meanwhile, we have a new video showing mounted combat in Age of Conan. Yeah, from GDC. And that looked really freaking cool. So looking at the two, I'll give you my impressions. Yeah. Uh, The Warhammer Online one looks like there's something wrong with their engine because they have no shading or... Or darkness or anything like that. Everything looks like overexposed to me. Yeah, everything looks really pale. Like definitely not like a bloom lighting kind of thing. It's like their lighting engine isn't all turned on or something. That's that that's entirely really possible. Weird, freaky art direction. But when you look at like the um, Warhammer models and everything, I mean, it just doesn't seem to be capturing for me the look and feel of the Warhammer universe. Um, it's just, it's like really washed out looking. Of course, this is all, you know, early beta stuff, so. True. But yeah, it's the videos they're showing to get But, you know, according to them, the we're, I mean, we're supposed to have a, what, a quarter two yeah. release for yeah, Warhammer so. Online? I don't think so. I'm starting to think, hmm, I don't know, I'm thinking we might have another delay on our yeah. hands there. Um, so I was not impressed with the video. I thought it looked a lot like, it looked like World of Warcraft, but washed out um some of the combat looked good but i noticed it wasn't really the animation work wasn't that awesome it was yeah i really didn't stilted yeah it was really stilted i i agree with that i think the animations weren't all that impressive so i wasn't all that impressed i haven't been impressed with the last two videos at all that they've released um on the other hand, the Conan one, which I haven't been too excited about Conan. I've, all my excitement has been about Warhammer. Oh, yeah. So then I see these videos and I'm like, oh, well. <laughs> the seesaw swings back the other yeah, way. Yeah, Conan on the me- other hand, which I was so excited about, I've kind of lost my zeal for it because they did things like collapsing more player classes and seem to be kind of bouncing around and some things like that. Delaying. Delaying. patches. Delay the... the um, then there was that article from the... You distraught beta tester, which is probably totally bogus. Yeah, we discussed um, that a few episodes ago. Right. 
then their video comes out with mounted combat and it looks, it looks awesome. gorgeous. Everything looks beautiful. It's smooth. The anim there. It looks it, next gen. Excess amount of frames of animation. It looks next gen. Yeah. It looks. I mean, I don't know any other game that's got really good mounted combat. You know, in, in EverQuest Two, they let you do combat while you're riding on your mount, but not like it's that. not like you're. I mean, you're just basically. I mean, the, and the animation is like no different, really. It's yeah. just, and it looks kind of hokey actually when you do it. Um. So, and, and and there's no special combat abilities for your mount, right? In, not in not kicking two. people, or yeah, they're not kicking people back. You know, impaling people with horns and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, and when they showed the um, horse just going from a canter to a gallop, it's like really, it's the first um, computer game horse that's actually looked yeah really i mean that horse to me. like really looked cool and, and they totally got the animation yeah. down on it i looks think awesome. to a t the war mammoth looks really you know just imposing you know you're like yeah. oh man yeah. that'd be cool to ride you know, any one of those mounts i'd love to have oh I yeah mean, i wouldn't mm -hmm. be disappointed in you know any one of those three mounts that they showed so that that's yeah that kicked up my excitement quite a bit you know and it, it just it good. seemed like the combat was pretty fluid you know yeah. even when they were riding on their horse and the guy's swinging his halberd around and stuff yeah it does i was totally jazzed when i watched that i was like and you know and the, the cool thing is i i just think they they they, they talked to their player base and they're like what do you guys like what do you yeah. guys like to see? And the player base was like, we want war rhinos. And they even said, well, people watch 300, and they love the movie 300. <laughs> gotta have a war we rhino. Gotta have a war rhino. It looks sweet, too. And it looked pretty damn cool. You had to go with what people want. If we were just basing it off of looks alone, definitely yep. Conan's kicking every comer. Yep. But now well, we got to like see it has what a the gameplay's like. Yeah. That's the, that's the tough part. Yeah, and they, it seems like they in... have collision detection. Yeah. Which is going to add a whole different... Gameplay element. You're not going to be just passing through things, you know. Yeah, I like, love. I love like it you when you run to. through someone in an MMO. Yeah, recently are we unveiled all ghosts. What is the deal? Recently unveiled are women in the game. Oh yeah, as well, ladies. Oh yeah, they showed some some ladies. I guess you could make a butt butt ugly fugly chick <laughs> if you wanted to, but I don't think a lot of people are going to do that. No, it's highly doubtful. <laughs> Who doesn't want a hot barbarian chick. What did uh, what did you guys think of the uh, overall comparison? Oh uh, well, if if you're comparing the two, then hands down, like Age of Conan looks ten times better than anything I've seen. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I mean, even screenshots look ten times better. It's yeah. just you know they they seem to. But does it beat Vanguard? That's the that's the really <laughs> tough one, Mark. <laughs> no raven ravenous mouse attacking on a boat. Uh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, the, Noah, Noah gives me a look of disgust. <laughs> yeah, that mouse, that's always the first thing I think of, actually. That's yeah. the first thing that comes to my mind whenever we talk about Vanguard. The mouse is that picture. mouse in the fuchsia-colored shirt or whatever it was. What was my, what was my, what did I put under the, my caption for that was, here's a reason not to ever touch this game. Yeah, <laughs> and it just burnt into my memory. Oh, yeah, it was horrible. Especially because it looked like... Anyway, I, I guess what our point is is that if, if you want to know where our hypometer is on as far as these two games are concerned, I, I think week. it's definitely, <laughs> definitely shifted over to the Age of Conan side yeah. of things, for sure. Yeah. It's looking good.
news. I'm too cool for school category. This week we have Peter Molyneux. Is that the correct pronunciation? Molyneux. Something like that. Molyneux. Um, designer of games from Lionhead such as... Black and White. Black and White. Black and White 2. Where you're able to spank your... Where you're able to spank your, your cow... Into becoming a evil, interesting evil story. Devil cow. I was once playing black and white, and it's <laughs> gone for a while from my house. So Jason came by, and he tortured my cow, my giant cow avatar thing, to the point to where it became evil. And when I came back, it was <laughs> kicking what was left of my villagers around and eating them, eating them, <laughs> pooping them out. I trained it to be a benevolent cow. It was terrible. <laughs> Anyway. That was fun. He was like a totally benevolent cow. He had this dark like aura around him. And <laughs> <laughs> he turned to the dark side. He slapped him. It was sad. So Lionhead boss Peter Molino says that uh, the PC gaming market is in a tragic state with two blockbusters hogging sales and stagnation in the casual market. So basically he's saying that The Sims and World of Warcraft have sucked the life out of the PC gaming market sucked its life. They're the worst possible things ever, and you might as well be talking about WoW when you're talking about PC gaming, because that's the only game that flies in the face. Been released for for the PC over the past year or two, four years. (laughs) I guess so. I guess even the games from Lionhead didn't come out. It was just Warcraft. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it does have a lot of subscriptions, but has it destroyed the PC gaming market? Is it just because his... I don't know. What about games like Half-Life 2 and Portal and Call of Duty 4? Bioshock. uh, Portal. Peggle, for God's sakes. Peggle. All right. Maybe not Peggle. Yeah, I just (laughs) find it... Puzzle Pirates. Puzzle Pirates, thank God. (laughs) I find it to be kind of... Kind of a weird it's take. It's like, my view. games aren't doing well, therefore this market is has the problem. Yeah, this sounds a lot like an article from, I think it was last week, from the guy who's the head of the company that built, his flagship that built Hellgate. Yeah, they did Hellgate. Saying, oh, everything's Roper. doomed and Everybody dead. was trying to f- chase, everybody's trying to chase World of Warcraft glory. Chasing the yeah, dragon. But they don't realize how foolish that is. And uh, coincidentally, his game hasn't been selling like hotcakes, and the same has been Sour true. Sour grapes from those who aren't competing well in this market. Yeah. The last thing that Lion had released was the movies, I believe. And they came out with an expansion pack, but it just didn't take off well enough. And what they're hoping for is Fable 2 will bring them back to. Yeah, because Fable, the first Fable, was such a great that game. Was... That was great. I mean, talk about an overhyped piece of crap. I mean, I was, like, so hyped. Yeah, it was. It was going to change the way we played video games. Yeah, before. you know, and it yeah. was like an alignment system. What a system. disappointment that mm. game was. <laughs> yeah, so seriously, you know, it's like my, my response would be to him is, you know, the real tragedy is, you know, putting out such an overhyped game and then not delivering on everything that you promised that you were going to put into your game. Basically, causing gamers to lose faith in games. Period. Yeah, yeah, you know that's that's my response. I mean, you know, put out better games, and we'll start buying more games. Yeah, period. it doesn't matter what platform you put it out on. I mean, just make a good game. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I liked Black and White, but I never could see it as like a. You know, it's not like it's not like Spore and what that one promises. Right, I mean, 
it was a little bit sandboxy, but it, it wasn't like, it wasn't a game that had a sweeping god kind of, a real kind of, you know, god kind of view of the world, like, like what Bill Wright's working on. Right. I mean, it was, it was cool, you know, but it was I liked it. I mean, I thought it was. I thought. But did Black you play it for hours and hours and hours? No, not no, really. That's how I was. I like played it. I was I mean, like, I okay, logged I on get for it. a few hours here I and there, it. you know, and I and I played, yeah. but then I don't, you know, I just. I was the same way. I mean, I just I couldn't. I never felt like I really wanted to take it like so far to where you know I felt emotionally attached to the no to the poor little cow either. that I was turning into my evil minion. <laughs> I played Fable on my Xbox and I tried to get into it. I really, really tried. And I just, it just didn't, didn't grab me. I mean, compared to games that came out, like Kotar, I mean, it's like not even a choice which of the two I would put my time in to finish, you know? Yeah, so. if you wanted to get an experience where you could change the alignment of the character and have a really good story to back it up. Yeah, a really good story being yeah. the key. Um, so, yeah, I think, I don't see PC gaming as being in, in the end of times, free fall, the end days. Yeah, and you know, it seems, seriously, it just seems like somebody comes out every year. It's like, it's always this always, time of year. yeah. When they have, like, a major conference, like, and they're always like, oh, PC gaming is at an end. Piracy you is know, an all-time This is like high. doom and gloom, you know. We've, and the reason, is, and, you know, now they're blaming, you know, now, you know, people are blaming games like World of Warcraft and trying to copy World of Warcraft's yeah. success. As, yeah, as the major... At least it's slightly a new angle, because they used to just blame it all on piracy. Now they're blaming right. the now most successful MMO ever. Which I think is, I guess it's an improvement, because <laughs> it means the publishers won't come up with a new copyright protection system that'll be even more painful than the ones we've already had. <laughs> like, please validate your ownership of this copy of this title. Insert arm for blood extraction and <laughs> DNA testing. You are not the licensed game holder and will be severely punished you know it's like yeah. please please worse please than... sit at your computer terminal and wait for th- wait for the proper authorities to arrive yes meanwhile you will be subjected to automatic bitch slapping now <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's terrible i do think it's pretty nefarious that they sell you only a license to a game and not a copy of the game yeah. a copy of the game yeah. that expires in two years oh yeah ea's downloader oh yeah. so frustrating all right, so I guess we're all in consensus. Make better games, quit whining. If you disagree with us, readers, please feel free to write us at mail at channelmassive.com. M-A-I-L. Or leave us a breathy voicemail at channel.massive.skype. Hello. <laughs> we like that. It, it Maybe even in the style of Mark's email, that would be very it stirring. It's not my email. <laughs> it was sure. a parody of an email <laughs> that was only imagined. Are you sure it wasn't a scaled down or... I'm pretty sure cleaned up version. I could read I the know, original. I, I trust. I trust our operatives in the yeah, uh, internal affairs department. So, by virtue of. Shortest straw. <laughs> Shortest straw. <laughs> no, the content-rich RSS feed from Virgin Worlds. I stumbled upon a very well-written blog entry from a fellow or a woman named Sin Kane. Posted a blog over on WordPress called "Understanding the Casual Player," and 
I was very impressed with the writing. It was very well written. But now, does this article like take you through the life process of a casual gamer? Like, I wake up at about ten o'clock. I go to work. <laughs> yeah. I get home. I I take off my my business casual clothes and put on my home casual clothes. <laughs> Much like Mister Rogers, I don a sweater and slippers. Yes, a cardigan. And then I'm ready to play my game for. Two and a half hours. Won't you please, won't you please, won't you please be my gamer? (laughs) (laughs) Hi, gamer. (laughs) So, this, what was funny about this article, what, or this blog entry that made me feel motivated to send it along to my fellow channel massive, massivers, hosters, is that some of the, a lot of the topics that were addressed by this writer were relevant or exactly the same things we've talked about in previous roundtables earlier in earlier episodes of the show concerning what is hardcore skill versus casual skill and does should time equal reward and are games too skewed towards hardcore or too skewed towards casual well this writer Sin Kane is taking a stance defending for the most part hardcore players even though the title would suggest that there's some kind of olive branch being extended or some kind of lexicon that's going to be distributed that helps hardcore gamers understand the psychology of casual players. But it's not there. It's basically uh, <laughs> a condemnation diatribe yeah, <laughs> saying that casual gamers suck and they should be thankful that hardcore gamers are there to lift them up where they belong. Yes, to be those people and that they can aspire to be. Complex games. gear. And perhaps one of the best ways to sum it up is just to read you the last paragraph which says my most basic conclusion is that the vocal casual players are actually a niche stuck between the hardcore players that can and the true casuals that don't care they're just serious enough to want access to the top levels but for whatever reason are unable to meet the requirements to access such content but that's just my opinion and hopefully people will share others as the mentality of the vocal casual does truly interest me so what <laughs> really nice pisses me off in this <laughs> blog is that he spends yes, like 400 Unleash words. Unleash your anger. <laughs> Only your hatred can destroy me. <laughs> Jason's channeling the writer, which is great. Or the emperor. <laughs> We're not sure. Which. Yes. He's got a little cowl on and suddenly the light is coming from below his nose. <laughs> Do you sense much fear in him? <laughs> Anyways, what really irritates me about this blog post is that the writer gets on a soapbox and gets very preachy and condescending and ugh, just very critical about casual gamers and throws in this pithy little sense of thing. Oh, wait, wait, that's just my opinion. I hope I didn't upset you. Oh, please share your comments. <laughs> really, you, you strange, you strange life forms do interest me much like, <laughs> yeah. much like a teenage boy with an ant farm and a magnifying yes, glass. Yes, I shall put you under my Before microscope. I destroy you, I shall pull some legs off. You know, the funny thing is, I, I, I don't think that we're a niche. I think we are the, we're the majority of the players out there. I do too. We obviously are. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, okay. So you know, ca- he's thinking, I think he's a, well, he or she, is it a she? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, uh, the author of this blog, you know, is basically equating casual to Care Bear, I think, yeah, I mean, as so. being, oh, you know, we, we want everything handed to us on a platter, you know, and, and, and if it's not handed to us on a platter with being, you know, so easy that, you know, it's just, you know, we're, you know, we're, we're not going to be able to play, you know. And, and then wine, wine, wine. If we if they cater to the casual players, then hardcore gamers are just 
they're going to exploit it and they're just going to get through it in no time at all and there's going to be no game left for them. Yeah, exactly. And you know, and I'm I don't think I'm I'm saying that designers need to design a game that that will allow for both to happen. You know, I mean, you can't just create this. I mean, honestly, raid content is like such a and raid content is a niche. Yeah. Yeah. Ra- raid content is a niche um design. It is. A niche design in a, in a game like, like World of Warcraft or EverQuest 2 or, or whatnot. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a small amount of your player base who's actually getting to see that content. Seeing you it. Know, so so who's the niche here? Who's, who's the actual niche? I think, it's the, I think it's the hardcore gamer that's the niche. I think it's probably the, there's like a Care Bear um, side of it too, which is also another niche. And I think the, but I think the vocal majority... I think we are the majority. Is actually, I will I will call ourselves the hardcore casual. I like that. You know, mm-hmm. who you know wants wants the challenge, but doesn't want to spend five billion hours doing it. We can't. We want the challenge. We don't want to spend two billion years farming components for weapons and, and armor yeah, or whatever. Right. I don't want to spend five hours preparing for the five hours I'll be trying to exactly. achieve some goal. Yeah, I have a life. I have. Other problems, <laughs> you know. So that, that that's what cracks me up about this is that uh, you know they, the the author is you know obviously saying well he wants to understand casual players, but the fact of the matter is he doesn't realize that the hardcore player is the niche. The yeah. Casu- the 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 Care Bear casual I guess player is is another niche, but the 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 middle part is what we're talking about. Well, you know, also with which, is, which is us, the yeah. the vocal, the vocal. He calls us the vocal casual, but I call us more the hardcore casual. Yeah. Well, and it, you know, for him to say, "I'd love to understand the casual player," when he gives this like four hundred word judgment of what, exactly what casual gamers are, and they're just whiners, these weird, and they people want who, instant gratification. Yeah, they don't. They don't want to put the time in. They don't. They don't think. They think that the game should not be should not require the communication and the dedication that a major guild has, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, These you know, and, players aren't and willing the author to. also goes on to say, it's like, okay, another thing that also confuses me is while casuals ask for content to be less strict in class time requirement, they still want it to be a challenge. To me, this is an impossible task of balancing because aside from a small group, what whatever you do, most people will find it either too hard or too easy. It's like, no, you make it so that it really just doesn't matter what you do. It's called scaling. And yeah. you, can scale, you can scale an instance to, you know, accommodate a 40-fucking-man raid, you know? And, and yeah, sure, make, like, the, make the rewards maybe a little bit better, you know, in, you know, based off of difficulty yeah. or whatever. But don't make it so much so that you're, you're creating this total disparity between the, between the two. Yeah. Well, I think... I think the best comment on here is from someone named Graktar, who has a great name, and says... <laughs> Graktar! Pretty much says it like it is. I mean, it's... I mean, the the best point is that I, is this final paragraph, which says, Unused content is wasted development time, as is underused content. WoW has a massive amount of raid content at level 70 being explored by a tiny minority of the player base. It makes no sense. I've always said that. It's like, how many hours of work goes into the raid in-game content, like the Black Temple and all this stuff, that's utterly inaccessible by the majority of the player base? And no matter what they do to funnel everybody to level 70, it, it doesn't matter. It's still... this is By the time people are 
you know, the ready you to do this. 70, the next expansion's gonna, out, and no one's yeah. ever going to play this stuff. And how much of Blizzard's or, or WoW's 10 million subscribers is that hardcore base? Or are people looking for the next Bejeweled? <laughs> you know, I think there is. They've. I think what Blizzard has, as just as an example in relation to this, is a really good game that it's balanced. That people, whether they want to do a casual experience or if they want to get really detail oriented about it, it's there. And striking that balance is what any MMO needs to be successful. And freaking out about what one particular group would like more than the other is kind of silly. It's just you hope that everybody can be pleased that there's enough high level content to please these hardcore niche people and if the casual people don't like it you know they can go play something else but if there's not as many barriers of entry to just get in and play the game and experience it then casual gamers can be satisfied and so can the others i I mean i have a problem with a fundamental problem with the way that wow is targeted as far as the development effort right now because it is so much of it is all about the raid content like we've complained in the past there's no mid-level content there's not really any good in now, according to Blizzard. There's content. plenty of mid-level content yeah, for everybody to enjoy. Yeah, just perfect, right? So that's true. There's a high amount of burnout once you get to that mid-level yeah. area. Yeah, I mean, I, you guys talking about? I, I really, I think that they've they put so much effort into all this in-game content that nobody sees. Well, okay, let's let's see what would happen if all the people who are subscribers for WoW that aren't hardcore raiders quit their subscriptions. How would that how would that affect the game? Yeah. Well, I guarantee it would it would go down to one million subscribers or less. If you said one out of ten is a hardcore raider, I think that's probably a fairly accurate number. Yeah. Or even less, less, maybe one in twenty. Yeah. I mean it's just it's ridiculous how much how much sway they have. And, and there's a recent thing, it looks like in the new the new patch for it, the the vocal minority of hardcore gamers are complaining that the PvP re- rewards are, they're calling them, uh, what do they call it? Like, uh, charity epics or something like that. Charity epics. Yeah, it's like, it's like, they don't have to go do raiding to get these good weapons or anything like that. They just do their PvP grinding and they get them. And so, what they want to do is they want to make sure that they, that the, all the people who do the hardcore raiding are also eligible for these epics just because they're doing hardcore raiding. It's like you get everything then. If you have the time to do hardcore raiding, you get everything you get from raiding, plus you get all the PvP rewards without doing the PvP stuff, and and they, allegedly Blizzard's considering it, and that's just crap. It's like, uh, I don't know. It touches, I don't know, I don't know touches, much about that to really make a comment on yeah, it, but... I don't like, know. It just seems to me like, you know, to, to, the, to the hardcore gamer, um... Basically, my, my thing is is that you are the minority, we are the majority, and eventually game developers are going to have to start catering to the majority, so you're going to have to come down to our way of thinking sooner than you think, I believe. Yeah, because I, I think th- the mentality is going to start shifting very soon. A lot of people have been predicting that the subscription model is going to hit a wall. Yeah. Uh, you know, that could be part of it. Mm-hmm. A whole restructuring of the balance of power in this parsec. Join me, and you and I can rule the MMO galaxy together <laughs> as father and son.
<laughs> well, that wraps us up for the evening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Maybe if you were emotionally stirred, if not by Mark's email, then our angry reactions. <laughs> not my email. <laughs> to he keeps insisting that, but <laughs> just own up to it. It's already been laid bare. Just like your true emotions. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> if you would like to provide any comments about this show or suggest anything for us to talk about in next week's episode, please drop us an email at mail at channelmassive.com. You can also visit our website, comment on any of our blogs, or respond to the most recent blog post that will include this episode. Weigh in on the exciting who's... User interface is more of a clusterfuck poll. <laughs> That's right. Well, I've, I've got more. I've got an update on that one too in the in the future. Excellent. So. Oh. so yeah, look forward to that over on our website, and you can also try giving us a voicemail over at channel.massive.skype. We hope to hear from you one way or the other, and hope you have a good week. Good night. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Channel Massive is an IGL production.